Imagine you were a white male in, 15, in the 1500s to 1700s and a woman was queen or ruler of your country. This is not what has happened for a while and you worry if your country will be seen as weak and, uh, and other countries will begin to attack you because of this. Hello, my name is Melanie. And my name is Kaylee Reyes. And today's prompt is going to be between 1450 and the 1800s, many women gained power as rulers, some as reigning queens, others as re- regents, Identify two such powerful women and discuss how issues of gender, such as marriage and reproduction, influence their ability to obtain and exercise power. We chose Catherine the Great and Elizabeth I. We chose Catherine because of how she ruled Russia with an iron fist. She was dedicated to her country. And we we chose Elizabeth because she was often referred to as one of the greatest monarchs of English history. We chose these two women because they ruled in a time where their countries were male-dominated, and they proved the theory wrong that queens were just to produce heirs. Catherine ruled over over Russia for a little over three decades. She came into power because her husband was Peter III of Russia. He was not very liked by the government, church, or military of Russia. Um... She many have uh, many have uh, theorized that she plotted against her husband to kill him, but no fa- no theories have been proven. Um, since the couple was not very affectionate towards each other, even though they did have children together, um, their marriage was very bad and nowhere near picture perfect. Peter uh, was very shared his similar shared his admiration for Prussia which contributed to the dislike from the military and government so so Catherine loved Russia very much and to show this she even joined the Russian Orthodox Church they had a son and daughter together shortly after Peter's death although Catherine did give birth to many other children fathered by uh, at least two different men she had many affairs throughout her marriage and so did Peter. Um, unhappy with the arrangement she had with Peter while he was alive, she wanted more power, which was normal. It was easy to push Peter out or kill him off because not many people liked him and were not happy with his reign. He was in power for a very short time before his uh, mysterious death. After he was dead, their oldest son, Paul, was not of age, so Catherine was declared regent. Catherine, with the help of one of her lovers, uh, became the ruler of Russia. She had a she had her her second son born the year she became ruler, but of course that did not slow her down. The many things she did was expand Russia's border, well into the Black Sea. She promoted women's education to develop methods for its growth. She also um, expanded medical fields, such as introducing the smallpox vaccine to Russia. She died of a stroke at the age of 70. She was found in her bathroom. She died in the year 1796. Um, I kind of wanted to go back to what you had said about her and her affairs. I mean, I know we talked about it in class, but I feel like just the people kind of, like, 
like over exaggerating it and making it seem like that's all she was like doing because when in reality you just went off and you just listed everything that she accomplished going against everything that these people were saying about her too especially because they're saying all these affairs are through trying they're trying to throw her off basically I guess you could say by bringing up her affairs and how like we heard in class like how she would um she would have sex with a horse and that how that would satisfy her but hearing all these things, she knew that she can push through because she was able to accomplish so much for Prussia. And she took them to a next level and, like, made them the iron fist that, you know, her ruling became. Um, but. So, yeah. So the next queen is Elizabeth. And so she was born on in the year 1533. And she passed in 1603. Her parents were. Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn. And so she was part of the Tudor house and she was the last monarch of this dynasty to rule. Now she's best known for being the Virgin Queen because she never married. And due to her not marrying, it actually started to pass rumors that um, she wasn't capable enough to rule without a man by her side. But people did propose to her, for example, Prince Philip of Prince Philip II of Spain, he proposed and she rejected it, but out of but so that she could keep foreign powers out of England. So she, every time that she thought of getting married, she did it. Um, she didn't get married because she knew that in the end she was doing this all for her country, England. And so after she rejected the after she rejected Prince Philip, she conti- she continued to be uh, single, and um, she did not marry for a very long time. And then um, as she started to get older and she was um, coming to um, an end in her life. Um, her not being married did cause a lot of problems because if she didn't marry, then her, like the power in England would then fall into another family. And parliament was very hesitant about having power go outside of her family. So they did start petitions to get her to marry, but she didn't really want to. So she kind of pushed against the petitions. Um, But in doing this, she was able to keep um, power inside just when she didn't marry Prince Philip because that was her main, that's what she talked to Parliament about. She said the main thing was she didn't want foreign powers in. And then there was this, at one point, she did want to get married, but she couldn't because she didn't want to change her religion or the country's religion to what the, to the man's religion that she wanted to marry. So she knew, I think in her opinion, like she kind of felt like she was never going to get married. Like it was never going to happen. And I feel like, that's was like literally in her back burner. She could care less about it at this point. I think she was just more focused on helping England in the best way possible. And she did because she stayed in power for uh, until she died and nobody told her what to do. She stuck it to them basically. And she said, it's my way or the highway because she was queen and she proved to them that a man by her side isn't going to do anything for her. Okay, so going back to what you were saying about the Virgin Queen and all of that, it shows how much real dedication she put into her country because um, as we studied, most of the people in power in Europe, in European countries were mostly doing it, doing things to better themselves, to like higher their ranking, while as Elizabeth is showing her love for her country and how she wants to further its progression. So she even made sacrifices as um, not being with the person she loved. She even uh, was tough enough to stand up against Parliament, which we all know have a lot of power. Um, Okay. (laughs) Now, after talking about and going more in depth about Queen Elizabeth and Catherine the Great, 
we are going to conclude by saying how Catherine was not afraid to show her power. She even was disliked for showing some of it. Um, she made huge milestones for her nation, such as expanding Russia, she, which was very liked at the time. Also, it is revealed how Queen Elizabeth was such a powerful queen, and without a man, she was, which was at the time not accepted, she was still able to accomplish many things. Uh, she soon would show how her smart tactics and thinking would show other rulers and would kind of um, make her seem more powerful and a better ruler than them. She was able to do things such as keep the foreign powers out by not marrying, and she also proved um, at what the thinking of a woman was at the time, showing that she can be queen and did not need to produce an heir. She, These women, Catherine the Great and Elizabeth I, set foundation for other women to come. She, They also showed and put a standard for other rulers for their nations. Although challenge were, challenges were always coming their way, they were able to go through it with grace and not be uh, torn off their, ped their pedestals, so to say. And um, so... And going back to the beginning statement of the podcast, um, we can obviously see that the gender and marriage was clearly not an issue for these women because they went through all these brutal obstacles and they didn't allow that to stop them from flourish from their to allow their nations to flourish and become as powerful as they are today. And so in concluding, we just want to leave you with this last thought. If hearing about these women, how powerful they were and how they didn't let a, man, a male dominated, um, how they didn't let their male dominated, uh, what is, what is, um, their male dominated um, countries stop them from like pushing forward and allowing them to be the nation that they are today. What would you have done if you were in their shoes? And again, my name is Kaylee Reyes. And my name is Melanie Gomez. Thanks for listening.